0: we think there are some overly hated games biases need not apply hello and welcome to episode 18 of triangle squared a playstation podcast we legal now we're coming at you live from heat index 107 Texarkana, arkansas technically games gone wild <laughs> oh. They're so hot. (laughs) Anyway, we are Triangle Squared. If this is your first time joining us, we like to discuss PlayStation News, the week's releases, and always like to kind of dish out on a major topic. You can find us on YouTube, where we post every Monday at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and also to podcast services around the world. You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, much more. I say this every time, and I love it because well, yeah, I don't cause know what they so, are.
1: There's so many that go between Podbean. other. Like, what is that? A ISS feed or no?
0: It's RSS feed. RSS but I'm gonna feed. tell you what. If y'all listen to this on podcast, y'all start tweeting at us at Triangle S Q R D. Let us know what y'all listen to, so I can clean hey, this segment up. Yeah. Uh,
1: I know. I I, I, Sound- I started
0: I started adding Podbean in there because
1: of somebody who said that they listened on Podbean. Well, hey, SoundCloud is is blowing up lately. So yeah, it, I, yeah. I use Podbean for a while there and one of my favorite podcasts is on it thankfully but um i had everything saved and like i went to go listen to it and then it had like removed everything out including where i was on a, in the middle of a podcast and i was like i'm, yeah, like, I'm, like, I'm just gonna listen to youtube because i have youtube red yeah youtube red is really i end up never listening to it on
0: audio services because it's just as easy for me to just put it on youtube red yeah
1: and it's it's, it's almost the same thing and even
0: when i listen on my phone i can just lock the screen and keep on going Speaking of that, this is completely off topic, but you know they're finally actually going to put Google Play Music and YouTube Red into one service instead of them being separate, but you get both if you pay for a subscription. Good, because I use, just I be use Google
1: Play Music instead now, since yeah. Spotify follows that weird algorithm where it's always the same 20 songs. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: So that's going to be cool. Anyway, looks like... Uh, another week where for some reason i just didn't get to see you actually i know why this has been hell week for me for it's working been, both of us really yeah it's been a hell past two weeks or three or so for work but that's okay you got to work do what you want to do in life you know or at least that's what they tell me so what have you been playing good sir
1: not a lot not a lot uh so i got to play the destiny beta uh destiny 2 beta with friends actually like me and, and joe played and that so was last time, did you not? No, no 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 um that was, uh, I only got to play single uh, single player until, I can't remember what night it was. I think it was like Tuesday night maybe. Um, but it was a blast. Um, so we, uh, I got to go to the social space, the farm. Got to get a little to the top of the level up there. That was pretty cool. Wait, there is but a social space in the It beta? was only for an hour. Because they needed to do a server test, oh, like a stress test. Oh, yeah,
0: stress test to see how many people can fit. Because, you know, I wonder if they're, they're going to do it like they did with Destiny 1, where they break you up into instances. I'm, I'm assuming that they would Pretty have
1: much, to. Pretty much, yeah. I think it's a, um, like a cap of 20 or 30 people, like it was Is that the what it was? I felt like it was like 50. It always felt like there was 50 people there. But, but you know, was, but but always, the towers
0: really, the, the the segments were compact enough that they felt
1: full. Yeah, and that's kind of how- And most of the people stay in the main segment. That's Well, that's no. the opposite of this, really. I, really, there was no vendors, so you couldn't tell what was. You could see like a little vendor stations, but you couldn't really tell where the popular point was going to be in the farm. I think it's called the farmhouse or maybe just the farm. Um, but it was really cool. The soccer was fun. Oh my god, was the soccer fun? I felt like I was playing Rocket League with legs. Yeah. Um. There was weird little quirks about it, like little hidden spots that you could see, but you couldn't get to. And then you can get on top of the level, which was pretty cool. Um. And it was fun. Um, I finally beat Breath of the Wild, and I'm replay- I'm kind of replaying it again. I'm really going through and get all the armor and stuff, um, like all the guardian armor and ancient armor. Okay. Um, I'm still highly on I the think, I haven't cared to play that game in forever. Oh, so Even good.
0: though what's funny is the boss I'm on is actually highly reminiscent of, uh, or at least the uh, Divine Beast I'm on is highly reminiscent of, like, the second or third Colossus from Shadow of the Colossus, the one where you're shooting its feet.
1: Oh, there's another one that reminded me of that. It's a flying one. You may not have gotten to that. I haven't one yet. gotten to it yet. Yeah, I've only done the elephant and yeah. There was another one that actually reminded me. I'm on the. I'm closely. on the.
0: I'm on the desert one. Whatever he is.
1: Yeah, that's like the last one I always do because that thing is annoying. I did. That's the last. That's the least temple I. I hate. The, or I, that's the least one I like the most. I can't stand it. Um. But other than that, that's really it. I've gotten into playing Magic again, so they have the Magic the Gathering online client. So, Oh,
0: so you've been playing it as a video game.
1: As a video game, okay. um, which is cool because they have things on there that cost real-life dollars, just like in real life, of course. That's so hold on.
0: Do you mean it's, it's well, I mean, not necessarily equivalent. Is it kind of like Hearthstone?
1: It's better, I think, because you can go through and buy things. Um, I'm not too sure what that sound was. That kind of scared Either. me. But it looks like we're still going good. But yeah. um, uh, So you can go through and buy complete decks if you want. Yep. They have these things called tickets. Each ticket is equivalent to a dollar. And you can go through card bots and look through cards. You can buy individual stuff. And then you
0: earn tickets with wins.
1: Yeah. Well, okay. it, depending on what you do. You t- tickets, it's almost like Friday Night Magic if you go to over Excalibur and play. Never done it. It costs 10 bucks. Okay. So to join an event, it could cost 10 to 20 tickets. And then if you do good, you get tickets back. And then you can sell your tickets for money. Or you. or you can you. buy cards, and then when when the card prices inflate, you can sell those cards for tickets, and then convert that to money. So you can actually make money doing this. So okay. it's, it's pretty fun. Um, but that's really it. I've been really boring this week. What about you? Uh,
0: much of what I kind of had um, last week. I've been playing Diablo still, uh, still chipping away at that Crash Bandicoot 2 Platinum, like I mentioned right before we started recording. Uh, I'm missing one time trial from uh, the second or one of the later snow levels. Or right. ice levels uh, and I'm missing the uh, time trial for the uh very last level spaced out uh, and then I haven't touched either of the bonus levels, which is like totally bare and totally fly, which I think is a uh, a bare run level and a um jetpack level respectively uh anyway uh, you know how I told you I thought I'd do bad on the jetpack levels
1: right you pretty good i
0: I've, I've one at one like random moment it clicked for me and I flew through them and got the gold first try on both of them that's always good but i went through them trying to get all the boxes first and that's what kind of made it click with me and then then i went back to do time trial it just bam killed it
1: i love it when when you've been replaying something and you go back to it and then you just can you can either beat the yeah, boss i, or you took, can beat the I level. took time
0: away from that game when i was playing a whole bunch of uh, of uh, kingdom hearts and then actually you know i did jump back into season 11 of diablo 3 uh, i'm still getting extremely close to mean that game right now i'm working on my hardcore character where it's permadeath Oh. Uh, and I'm like level 25, so I'm not that far into it, but me and Donovan are doing that. We're kind of nailing that down. So I still do plan to achieve the Diablo three Platinum. I want to say if I can keep playing it, and I mean, cause it's really fun to play with someone. I'd say if me and Donovan can keep meeting up at re- regular intervals, I would say maybe a month or two. That's pretty good, It's then. A, still a little grindy, but I also just don't want to dump completely back into it like I was doing. I still want to try and get through a uh, warped since I haven't played that at all, um, I, I, before I jump into Warped, I'm going to Platinum Two. Uh, otherwise, I feel like it'll be a long time before I come back to Platinum. It,
1: yeah, especially so at other maps. Yeah, Disgaea
0: Three on on Vita still, uh, and that's kind of just where I've been. So not too terribly much of a change, but you know,
1: yeah, I think we're kind of buoying in that aspect for the most part. Because when Destiny Two comes out, boy, will that be the Dark Souls Three meme all over again? That's all <laughs> all, I'll you, I'll all you play
0: is Destiny yeah so anyway uh how do you want to do you want to go ahead and, and jump into the
1: drop or do you want to do news well we are filming on a thursday so there's no drop oh yeah you're right yeah so oh we, well, hey I we do have this. a drop yeah i mentioned this the last episode so what i figured was i actually had a topic in the back of my mind but what we were kind of talking about right before we did the show or we're currently doing the show is that there's something in the news that can relate to a potential little brief discussion i'd like to use that is the time for the drop so i'll let you go ahead and go through the news sounds good and then when we get done with the news we can go back and reference it
0: and you know there's one piece of news i forgot to type out but i definitely know uh, and i know enough about it to remember it and you're gonna i already know you're gonna be like what the hell it's gonna be great so i wonder what this is that i'm I, gonna go ahead and jump into it uh let's see i'm gonna do them in a slightly different order because of the way you want that topic to work well yeah out. and that's um, about 10 minutes <laughs>
1: off just just a fyi
0: okay no matter All right, let's see. Uh, First things first, Sony have announced next month's PS Plus lineup. Starting on August 1st, users will be able to download the following games. Just Cause 3 on PS4. Uh, It means that they've been listening to people about one of these AAA games on the service. Uh, Assassin's Creed Freedom Cry, which I knew sounded familiar, and I actually looked
1: it up. Is it that that side-scroller one?
0: No, it's it's technically like the standalone DLC for um, Assassin's Creed 4. Oh. black flag. Yeah. So it's, it's about a slave who like frees himself and then runs his own pirate crew. Something like that, oh, which actually sounds, that's fine. Cause I heard since I, I was having a, um, with one of our, our Twitter followers, I was having a conversation, um, about how I've heard a lot of good things about black flag. I've just never managed to actually go back and play it. Uh, and then rise, right we were talking about that. The PS plus things are going up and, uh, the user who had our question, the reader mail for the day, right. I can't think of his name right now. Um, darn it what is it ryan Trismo's sport yeah okay <laughs> uh, anyway he was saying that i should just try the ps plus game and i went and checked it out and yeah assassin's creed freedom cross so i'll get to see how black flag plays and i might go back and actually play the full game because of that the next game on the list is actually super mother load for ps3 which i'm a little disappointed it's not the ps4 version super mother load just for those who don't know um well, started life as a little uh and i played it all the time when we were in school man when we were in high school started out as a flash game where you are a ship and you are on mars and you're digging down in the crust of the earth and you're finding rare minerals and bones and like rare ancient stuff and you come back up and you sell them and you upgrade your ship so that you can go further down and you have to like you have to keep gas in your engine uh you have a hole so if you if you screw around and fly into stuff too often and it's like a it's like a was well, this on mini clubs uh, yeah, probably, and you, you could log in and save your prog- progress. And it had a really, it, it had a fun story, uh, to it, which was surprising for the time period. You know, the game was super fun, and they actually found fi- uh, uh, right when the uh, PS4 was launching, they brought it over to consoles uh, in the form of Super Motherload. The original game was just called Motherload, um, and this one was like the taking the idea and really ramping it to the nth degree. And just letting it really, really soar. And I love that game. I actually played the hell out of it. I got all the way to the final boss and could never beat it because I wasn't prepped enough.
1: Probably because we were also in school when you were playing it. No,
0: no, no. I, I beat the one in the original game, but they, oh, they changed okay. the way it all
1: works oh, got uh, in, it. In, the, in
0: the new one. And I actually still have that save on my PlayStation. I plan on going back and beating that game one day. It'd be better if I had somebody to play with me, but alas, I do not. So, next game up is uh, Snake Ball for PS3. So, that's two PS3 games Super Mother and Snake Ball then the vita games are downwell, which is ps4 cross by as well so you'll get that for ps4 and a game called level 22 for vita which i've never heard of
1: never heard of that either so and i, <laughs> I, I look through, through
0: the games i look through the games a lot and i don't know why it doesn't even ring a bell so i don't know if it's something relatively newer or not uh next up on the list ea uh ea 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 have announced that the sims 4 will become what you what you doing buddy you mean ea yeah, I messed up the first
1: time. Oh, okay. I thought you said EA. I'm like, like, like EA. Hey, like, like a name. I was like, I thought no, I was about to get on with you for mispronouncing Electronic names. Electronic Arts. Okay, have
0: announced that The Sims 4 will be coming to PS4. I typo and put PS3. Thank goodness, dude. It coming to PS4 later this year. There will be a standard edition, which comes with perfect patio stuff packed, uh, pack, and the deluxe party edition for even more additional content that I didn't feel like listing.
1: You know, we were we, we, I told you we were buying uh, Annie or building Annie a PC. Yeah, that was why. For Sims? Yeah, so now I just saved myself like $800. Bam, <laughs>
0: there you go. Well, there the game's set to release on November 17th. So if that oh, doesn't move good old which I old Thanksgiving games. You know, they always come to consoles just
1: later. Way later, too. Way later. And it's the always, DS games are crazy.
0: I never played the DS ones besides the, the one that was also a GBA game, which was The Sims, uh, Herbs, Sims in the City. And I, the I went, Game Boy I, one was
1: way different, and I love that. game. I went underground, and there's like a rat. You you could become Rat Man. Oh, awesome, dude! It was a uh, that game. Was I, good. Have, there was I like a real
0: in and out with the Sims. I think the series. I love, cool. I love, like, I loved Sim City uh, on PS One. Oh my god! Oh, I man. didn't even know that was on PS One. Sim PS1. City 2000
1: it was great. I only played all those on um, the PC.
0: Next game up on the list is competitive VR game Spark S P A R C. In case you're interested, uh, has a release date. Described as a full body experience. The game has you use two move controllers to throw projectiles across the court at your opponent while also dodging, blocking, or deflecting their shots. Is is this an online game? Yes. Okay. The, the game is set to release on PSVR on August twenty ninth for twenty nine ninety
1: nine. Well, that's not bad. That's, that's a not a bad price, price at all.
0: And uh It depends. I mean, I like getting into these competitive aspects of these. I think that's a cool way to do VR because it's going to give people more of the incentive to go through the setup process of
1: VR. Boy, give me my Yu-Gi-Oh! game. Throw down a card and it pop up in front of me. And you get to see Black Rose
0: Dragon or whatever. That'd be balling. All right, let's see. Next thing up is, um, speaking of VR, four new PSVR games were confirmed for Western release during the China Joy Expo. Uh, The four games are Stifled a horror game where you must make sound to see the environment around you. So using the headsets built in mic, I don't know if you know that the VR uh, PSVR has got a little mic. Yeah. Lip. yeah. Uh, so using that built in mic, you can actually use your voice to illuminate your surroundings uh, as well as interact with different items. So to what extent it, it's kind of crazy, but it's got a cool looking art style. It's like it black. Really and then when cool. you talk, you see like
1: white outlines of everything. That is really cool. Actually. I, I like that bet. a lot. Uh, it's called the Walker uh, Stifled. The second one? It's Stifled. Stifled. yeah it.
0: the Walker is the second game uh, it's a fantasy combat game built for VR the game has you use a mix of swordsmanship and sorcery to save the world from a demonic militia uh, and it's kind of weird like you can uh, you can uncover new spells and stuff so it could like it looks like it could be a pretty cool game uh, next game on the list is kill X a thriller game set on a secret island where you'll uncover horrific experiments on humans by an organization set on discovering immortality uh, which is pretty cool. So, Legion Commander is the final game. Which actually, when I looked at this game, it kind of I was like, "What a cool like way to do this!" It's kind of like what you're talking about with Yu-Gi-Oh to an extent, but instead of it being a card game, this is a real-time strategy game where you select a commander and form an army, and like you push them out, and like you're just perspective viewing everything that's going on as
1: you're doing it. That's pretty cool. I wonder how it will look though, because something tells me that game will have like a um the the a circular kind of thing going around on the on your peripheral vision.
0: Uh, I don't know. That's I a good question. There's screenshots, but that's not going to be true to how it's going to look when you have the headset on. Yeah. So it's hard to say. Because we all know the Earth's flat anyways.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you disagreed with me on that. You one of those flat earthers? <laughs> flat Earth. <laughs> all right. Airplanes' windows are curved to just ruin the yeah Dude, i've been watching some flat earth debates lately oh Tell my me no. no oh my i love it so much i gotta show you one particular video you have to watch not saying i think earth is flat i think it's hilarious to see people debate this hey as look a, as if a, you
0: want to believe the earth is flat more power to you i don't really care uh, I, I feel mean, like I there's, a, there's <laughs> enough evidence to show that it's not uh that it, well, it's enough evidence to show that it, it is round and it's against their argument but hey whatever it's like the woman who put the dinosaur bones in a cup. <laughs> I, was talking I don't know if you've seen that video. It's ridiculous. All right. Uh, I'm going to skip this next one since it's going to be the last yeah, one. Yeah, we'll rotate uh, it. Brawlhalla, a game that we kept being super confused about. Okay. A beta? Okay. Do you remember? I had the beta, right? And then we were talking about it came up on the drop for release. And then it just mysteriously, we could not ever find it again, right? All right. So I decided to look into it, and I figured all this out. So Brawlhalla enters its final phase of beta soon
1: got it okay so that is really confusing
0: and and they have announced that the game will have cross platform play with pc at the release of the actual game out of the beta once the game launches Uh, though the game is free to play buying the founders pack grants instant beta access which i thought it was important to put in here it's not required to get into the beta but you can sign up for the beta otherwise it doesn't guarantee you'll get in but if you buy the founders pack it is a guaranteed in. right okay Um, that's pretty cool and uh, what else the Founders Pack gives you is it gives you all of the current fighters, uh, which is not going to be in the normal free-to-play version. You'll have to like unlock them or buy them or whatever. Yeah. You'll get all of the current fighters and all of the future fighters they add uh, as the game continues to go on at no extra charge. That's pretty cool.
1: How much is the Founders Pack? Uh,
0: they haven't. They they went into this on the PS blog. They haven't actually discussed, they haven't let anybody know the price because of all the differences in currencies. They said that it's in their opinion, which, you know, who knows, but with it being a free to play game, it's probably, it's, it's, they said it's, it's a really good value. They wanted to make sure it wasn't, it wasn't. Something
1: yeah. Ridiculous. It's just, uh, uh, and what? this
0: is more. And, and the thing is, they were saying that there's another pack you can get once the game releases. And this is the same thing as it with way, ex- way more extra stuff. So I'm assuming they're probably going to be priced well, the same. I think and Killer, this is just going to be for people who hop in and buy this now before the, it's like early support. It's kind of like Indiegogo stuff. Or, yeah, or, you know. and
1: I kind of think Killer Instinct and games kind of like League of Legends, they do it too. You, the game's free, but then you have to rotate, buy characters. You, or they rotate characters? Yeah, yeah it's like that kind of uh, is what it Cause seems Because like. in fighting games, you ever only pick two, two to three mains. Anyways. Actually, to be
0: fair, I used a lot of the fighters in that game, and depending on I might buy. I, I'm going to buy the Founders Pack probably just to support the game because I, I think it's a fun game. Yeah, but you know. That's just something I thought was cool. So, yep, you don't have to do it, but if you want to go sign up for the beta and play that, uh, we did an episode of Party Plays on it. As our first episode if you want to see what it's like. It's, kind, it of a, it's kind of a Smash-like uh, style game. It was fun.
1: But it is different,
0: and it's, I think its differences are charming enough to make it its own type of fun.
1: I'll definitely download it for free and buy the character I played in the beta. I can't think of his name, but it was good. Lucian? I, you hated Lucian, you said. Lucian was the hunter, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, basically. Yeah, I did not like playing as him. I liked the Crystal Knight guy. Okay, yeah, I got you.
0: All right. Uh, the The one thing I forgot to top up on here, but I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, uh, Final Fantasy 15's multiplayer has finally been talked about. <laughs> All right, so I'll come back in the frame so we can talk about it. Okay, so Final Fifth Final Fantasy 15's multiplayer. So they've talked about a little bit. The multiplayer DLC has been announced, and it's actually way, way more in depth, and actually sounds way cooler. Than what I would have imagined when they first started talking about it. So the way they're going to do it is that you remember Final Fantasy XV have hunts, right? Yes. These are going to be new, larger scaled hunts, and they're going to be set up to where you and three friends, so or you and three other players, so four people, uh, can join up. You can completely customize your character the way he looks. So you, and the the reason that it works out is it's it's almost like Monster Hunter. You four come in, you, you go on a hunt, you you find the thing. people can die, you have to revive them, stuff like that. Um, but the grind to keep you kind of wanting to play it is yes, there's new hunts you unlock as you go along, but just like Monster Hunter where you have to grind to get the gear you want, yeah. uh, there is gear that you're going to get on here that will continue to make your character better and different weapons that you can get as you
1: continue to grind. Well, Color Me Pink, that's actually really, really cool. Dude,
0: I actually, I, in terms of as a, definitely as a, depending on when it comes out versus when Monster Hunter Worlds come out, uh, it may be something that kind of ends up that did
1: they ever fix the ending or whatever, or like the whole chapter patch or whatever they did? Chapter
0: thirteen, I think that patch has been done,
1: um, but I I'll don't have to know. look into it. Honestly, you know, if they if they had that game, and they added more creatures to the overworld, because they already fixed one complaint I had—the driving—you could actually drive now. Well, you can drive off-road. Yeah. And you can customize the car way more. Wow, way more. I was gonna say, yeah, you could definitely. I had a weird. Well, you could customize
0: job. it, but now you can put like different tires and rims and stuff on it. Oh, okay, see, and, see now which they is just, just stupid. If but. they just
1: added a good amount of creatures in the middle and more, and maybe more variety or more hunts, I'd enjoy that game better. And okay. then, but, I'm, well, there's oh. quite a bit of hunts, but you had to go to different places to get them. Yeah, and that was tedious. Actually, I kind of like the hunts. That was a cool ad No, no, the hunts aspect. were cool, but the uh, the distance between the two different hunt vendors is, is too long.
0: Well, when you've already gone across the overworld and you can just teleport everywhere, it's fine. But early game, when you're kind of going from place to place, never it got, Yeah, I could
1: never do that. Yeah, yeah, it gets weird. I got to that first big city and gave up. Anyway,
0: so you actually somewhat That actually there. sounds pretty cool. That's yeah.
1: one of the DLCs that that game's done that, that I actually agree with.
0: See, my thing came down to, as soon as they basically were saying that they weren't going to have it be multiplayer open world, I was like, I dig it.
1: Because at first I was thinking that you could just run around and kill stuff with your friends. I was like, okay, more. To be fair, that actually sounds boring. Yeah, I was gonna say more of the empty world, but with friends. So yeah. yeah. So I like the idea of it being hunts. Yeah, Uh, that's really cool. It's and definitely
0: do definitely imagine this. You know the hunt that you do when you do. And this is early game. It's technically a slight spoiler, but not really because you don't have to do it. I don't think. Yeah, you do. You do have to do the behemoth. The very hunt? first hunt, yeah. The okay. only hunt, I think. You the behemoth hunt's really like guided instruction and Because That like, was the beta and, boss,
1: right? Yeah. It so was, yeah, it was in you you the beta. Of this that's game. not even a spoiler, anyways. Uh,
0: so yeah, but the behemoth, which is the first hunt, um, you have to go through it, and it's like it's in an area that's actually enclosed and kind of funneled. Uh, and it, why does it keep making that noise? I don't know.
1: Killing it me. might be your mouse or something dying. Oh, I think it is. Hey, there we go. Solve that problem. I don't know. Anyway, it's fine. <laughs> uh, what
0: I was saying is that area is so enclosed uh, and and set up for you to be able to do cool things. Like you, you could lure him into these barrels that you could blow up with your magic. I like that. Yeah. Because it it, it was like a monster hunter thing. It's like okay, we're all in this area, and I mean, he was also really hard. Too. He was.
1: He was. Uh, it was fun though. I actually something wasn't. Could was, you
0: imagine if all of the hunts they were designing for the multiplayer are like that
1: though? That would be awesome. What was be, that? Wasn't that part of getting your car fixed? Or getting your car, or getting money to get the car out or something? It was an
0: episode to Skate, but I don't think it was in this one. I think this was just, I don't think, I'm pretty sure
1: it was a Chocobo mission. Oh, you might be right. That might be the first Chocobo mission.
0: Because now. I think that he was eating Chocobos or some crap. I don't remember what I don't know, are. but it, it was something like that. Anyway, I think those kind of hunts for the multiplayer would be awesome.
1: Yeah, and I, when, you, when you say multiplayer in Final Fantasy 15, I think of you roaming around doing nothing with friends, um, which this adds structure, and it adds objective, and it adds gear. That's kind of cool. yeah the the, the gear the gear thing
0: really sold me i was like what a great idea
1: yeah i actually really enjoy that idea so i may very well pick up final fantasy 15 again and i'll try to go through i'll admit when i'm wrong and if i enjoy it that i'll admit it but we'll see (laughs) i may just get it for the multiplayer which is something i never would have said for final fantasy game ever in my life now well to be
0: fair you got final fantasy 14 just for multiplayer anyway i
1: guess yeah i guess that is well yeah Okay, Last piece
0: of news. And what we're going to kind of do our mini topic off of is that uncharted, the lost legacy is proving. Oh, proving. I am having problems reading today. So uncharted, the lost legacy is providing another first for the series. The game will feature an open world area with an open ended structure for completing objectives. The game alters the dialogue, depending on the order in which you complete the objectives, giving a more dynamic sense of choice than the wide linear Madagascar chapter from uncharted four. So, For those of you who have played Uncharted 4 or who are interested in the Lost Legacy specifically, I don't want to rail too much on it in case you don't like Uncharted. Uh, The way that this is uh, is being framed out is that you go into an area and you actually have a map that you can pull up and you can see the area and it shows you objectives on the map uh, and you can sit there and look at it and you can basically go, I'm going to tackle these in any direction I want, which is kind of something that kills on Shadowfall Tried. Uh, So you, you see all the areas and you can go to them, but they all do still tie into the major plot. There's just different objectives throughout the chapter. Uh, so what this is doing is letting you go around this entire world. It's a little more sandboxy. Whereas when you were doing, uh, the Madagascar chapter in uncharted four, you're just in the Jeep and you're driving, but it it is funneling you to these specific set pieces. And then there's nothing else. Right, you don't get to choose which order you do these things. You're, right. you're funneled you're, to them. Yeah, it's so it's it's linear. The, so it is, the, and that's why I think when they describe that as wide linear, it's right. It's like yeah, it you a, bigger, big space, it's a big it's, open space. It's a big open space, and it feels it gives the it gives the illusion of a scope without them having to worry about filling things in. So what I think about this is cool. Is that, yeah, they're also taking, like, well, okay, not only is the game giving you the option to do them in an open-ended structure, it's also saying, hey, if you do them in a different order, we're going to make sure that the dialogue works for that. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah, so what I cool. thought was interesting about this, and what I feel like is the most obvious answer, is you don't... Uh, Naughty Dog, obviously, can do anything they want to behind scenes, but I think this is their... I think that they use this game as a, as a chance to... Work on something that they're actually putting out and also kind of see fan reaction to the open world elements of the game so that we can possibly see something like The Last of Us 2 have similar situations. Which would be cool. And if they did, I think that's a cool idea. Now, like I was saying, this is not a first for narrative heavy games. To be fair, Uncharted is way more narrative heavy than something like Kills on Shadowfall, but Kills on Shadowfall was a linear experience that said, hey, look, here's a big open area, you can see your objective points, you go and hit them in any, uh, in any order that you want. Yeah. Um, but that game is not quite as store heavy uh, and, and character heavy as something like uncharted is. So if naughty dog, definitely because you know, they are for, in most people's opinions are a great studio. Even people who don't necessarily like the games understand why people like the games for the most part. Yeah. Cause uh, they're, they're enjoyable. <clears throat> game,
1: the gameplay is good and the stories are good. So it's a equal.
0: Well, there's, there's some people actually say that the last of us has terrible gameplay, which I just cannot, uh, I cannot fathom, but say, hey, but you know, it's if you, a it's,
1: solid third person shooter that has good cover mechanics and good crafting system. What's the hate? Okay. The, or, the Order is a solid third-person shoot. I can see that, though, because it's a little slower than The Last of Us. The, the The Last of Us is
0: a little weightier. Anyway, so I just think that's cool. So what do you think about the the, the part, the, or really, I guess, the, the chance of The Last of Us 2 kind of incorporating some of these open-world ideas? And do you think that that will add or detract from the experience in comparison to what one did with just... You know, I, th- I think
1: I, I I can harken back to Final Fantasy 15 here too, and I can say that as long as there is a good, as long as it's huge, but it's huge in the sense that there's clusters in in like distances, like you don't. It's not just open, empty worlds. Well,
0: what I want to say is what the, from what they showed, the area is big, but it's not too big, and they basically had it to so where you don't feel like you're walking doing nothing for big periods of time. You you have an area that's big enough, and there's little things for you to do if you want to from a collectible standpoint. But you're also getting to the the parts and action that you want to keep the game feeling fresh because that's the biggest complaint that Final Fantasy had is that you would, Final Fantasy 15 you'd find yourself running for five minutes to one area with nothing to do besides fight the occasional monster in there
1: yeah or running from the occasional monster to a campsite yeah which is ridiculous yeah so they're trying to me. keep
0: the pacing up but by still giving you this open area that feels more open and and, and don't be wrong it's big I'm not saying it's right. not big but it's not. It's probably not even the size of. I'd be well. I, I could see it being the size of the episode of Skate Demo because it wasn't actually that huge, but it was
1: big. Um, yeah, as long as there's interesting stuff in that big space, then I'm fine then you're with good. it. Yeah. So you don't
0: think it takes away? Because there's a lot of people that think that you know they want that pure linear, and I'm sure that even though this is, is still going to stick with linear, because it's giving you things that are going to matter to the overall story instead of them being almost side questy. There's a lot of people I know. Definitely, I see them every now and then in some of the groups I'm in where people are like multiplayer games taking over everything open world's taking over everything what happened to tight knit linear experience I've seen
1: the same people say that and then crap all over Final Fantasy 13 because it's too linear there's just no pleasing everybody <laughs> at this point like Final Fantasy 13 I thought then was again, a fun Final game. Fantasy. to be fair Final Speaking Fantasy
0: 13 yeah then again dude Final Fantasy 13 is uh, is an RPG that's very big and sprawling in the terms of the, the scope of the length see something like I think a lot of these people are talking about games that are these 10 hour narrative games it's funny because you get one like the order and people crap all over it but You know, you get something like Uncharted. There's people that don't like Uncharted, but there's also people who love Uncharted specifically because of the fact that it is that linear story-driven game they want. They want a tight 15-hour, 12-hour experience that doesn't feel like they're doing a lot of extra work. And I get that from a standpoint of people who don't have a lot of time to game. You want the most punch- for your time, they want something, and to be I think able to, that games like that are actually pretty good for that. Yeah, so, but anyway, does that does that detract from those people? Because I'm sure them saying that this is technically open world is gonna is gonna throw a couple people off.
1: I Honestly, I think that it's gonna throw less people off than it's gonna attract. It's gonna throw it's gonna attract way more people than it's going to throw anybody off of. I could see that because the way the the reception that the trailer got at E3, the whole driving through the city scene of the truck. Oh, you're got talking about of, Yeah, I got a lot of good reception.
0: 4 4 specifically? Yeah. So yeah, I, that was awesome. That was, And that even added uh, what I would say wide here because you were still going to end up in the same space, but instead of you always having to drive that same path, you could kind of go your own way.
1: Well, and I'm not. I'm just saying how big the area was that they were yeah, in. Yeah, and people true. were saying that how... Because, uh, you know, in Uncharted 2, there, were a, could, there was a good couple areas that were big old, like basically around circles. And then there was a lot of enemies in them and then you had to kill them. And then there was areas that were... Uh, inside ruins of in some places and it was full of cover and boxes and all kinds of other different things. So I think that it's going to be a good thing regardless. I think that uh, depending on the game and the way it takes upon it is, it's going to be kind of another thing for another day. It, it, it's yeah. really dependent on the game, but yeah. I think Uncharted could benefit from it.
0: I think Tosu and I think that there's nothing that a team like Naughty Dog can't benefit from doing this. And even it, I honestly got to say, even if it's just a one-off because they want to do something that felt different, uh, they they were saying that this may not even be the last Uncharted side story. So there's not going to probably be another big Uncharted like there were, but, but another
1: one with like Chloe in it or somebody. Yeah,
0: kind of like Phil. so basically expanding the 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 world of Uncharted without having to come back into Nate and his story, which yeah. is yet to be seen. Who knows? People love um, I, I love Nate. A, a lot of people loved Chloe, but not everybody loved Nadine. So hard to say. It just depends on if they when can. When does she come back?
1: Who Nadine? Well, Nadine is from four. Okay. Never mind. Who am I thinking of from two to three then? Chloe. Were they gone? Was she gone for a long period? And they came back. Randomly? Well,
0: Chloe was in the beginning of three, but uh, no, Elena.
1: That may be who I'm thinking of. Elena. It was one of the, it was one of the I mean, white girls for people who
0: don't, know, <laughs> for people who don't know, Saul played one, two, one, two and a half of three. And then Sears fatigued out.
1: Yeah. Cause I played them all within a month because so i got the collection i did the same
0: thing i just love the franchise uh so anyway going off onto the uh final section before we get into the main topic we tweeted out very very last Abruptly. minute uh for any any you know questions to read out on the show uh and mr ryan turismo sport asked us and you have it you want to go ahead yeah and it. it is uh, he that.
1: wants our impressions on the new gt sport info uh dump and then he our expectations, our wishes, and our feelings of the new sport focus versus the traditional RPG fair. Which I'm not too familiar with any of the GT Sport games, so I don't. I couldn't really. I can't answer this question, unfortunately, Ron. So I am sorry. Yeah, let me
0: open it so I can continue to dissect the same as you. I have this. I can get to it pretty quickly. Yeah, because I don't so really understand. One thing I think he's talking RPG about, and I, unless I've had a crazy week. So unless for some reason. Um, there we go. Okay. Anyway, and unless for some reason uh, they've they've nailed something down in the last day or so that I haven't seen, I've been keeping pretty pretty abreast on it. Um, the what I think with impressions of the GT Sport info dump, there's a lot of stuff that they showed. Like uh, there's going to be quite more heavy car customization than there's been in the past, uh, and that's partially inspired by the fact of what they're calling scenes, which is just their photo mode. But yeah. there's a lot of cool spots you can you can set your car up and then go into photo mode, oh, and that's God. why they're calling them scenes. So they're kind of like vistas. Uh, which is what they did in, in Need for Speed. Um, but, you know, photo mode's a thing that's here to stay, and I don't, I don't think it's for the worst. Uh,
1: I do. I think that that's, not, that's why I like I thought Horizon had a no, really good No, that's the worst one. I'm sick and tired of seeing Horizon screenshots. Well, just because you're tired of seeing the screenshots doesn't mean the photos, the photo mode's not good. Well, yeah, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, photo mode, like, for games, like, hmm. The share button is here to stay, man. I've heard no, I do I like, it. I, don't I, don't like, it. I like screenshots, and I like the way it works. I just, it pisses me off that I hear more about, or I see more Horizon screenshots, and I hear people talking about the gameplay of it, which is <laughs> what was the good part.
0: Well, people have different things about that. I think the, the gameplay was great, too. I mean, the whole game, for the most part, was all one great package. So, whatever. Uh, but, okay, so the the GT Sport info, like I was saying, there's, from what I saw, you know, they're, they're adding, it, they're calling it the livery, Customize or whatever where you can go through and like put your own uh, images on the sides of the cars and change the color paint and stuff which is not that odd for things but you can also for the fight like,
1: so it's kind of like what Forza. There, there's, like there's the...
0: aftermarket rims and stuff like that so, and now basically with because of photo mode they're also they're putting some of these options in so that you can share the way your ride looks with other people
1: so, so they it, kind of upgraded the paint job like you could in forza put and basically put anything i haven't
0: played forza so i haven't
1: played forza since forza Or five. Oh, yeah, you could do in those. Like,
0: you could make some amazing
1: car paint. Crash the surface playing because
0: Forza doesn't feel, and I'm not crapping on Forza, but it doesn't feel. Like Gran Turismo does, yeah. And Gran Turismo is my sim. And see, I hate when I, when I think sim driving, I think
1: Gran Turismo. And see, I don't. I'm not a huge fan of sim driving games. That's why I think I like Forza so much, and I like Horizon more than the regular main well, series. Well, what
0: I'm wondering with this, you know, he's talking about uh, his, his, you know, that was impressions of the of the GT Sport info dump. But and then on the next one, he's saying expectations, wishing, wishes, feelings on the new sport focus versus traditional RPG fare. Now, what he's talking about there, uh, he, when he says RPG, he means role playing in the literal sense uh, like I was telling you, Gran Turismo is a, uh, a series that's really wrapped around. It's kind of, it's kind of like walking you through the whole thing. It's like you, you drive and you have to, you have to drive a course and get a license. Yeah. And you know, basically if you, uh, you, you gotta get to a point where you can complete the thing and get your license. Correct. Yeah, uh, and that's I been understand. going that's on. Cool. That's been going on since Gran Turismo one.
1: See, and I, I played whatever it is on PS2 and that's all Gran I ever Turismo played.
0: three or four. Yeah. It was either, it was either three, which is a spec or four, uh, and 4 was a beautiful game. I really have very fond memories of A Spec because uh, I had a. My dad had that game and we had the steering wheel. Uh, and I love that game for steering wheel purposes because it's very realistic uh, on a steering wheel. And speaking of which, some of the new. Um, the new steering wheels are coming out with for
1: Gran Turismo are ridiculous. I've seen some really ridiculously really cool, expensive too. Though. Uh, yeah, I've seen some really um, cool simulation setups. Like so I think that. what
0: he's mean, and, and I don't, I haven't seen a whole lot about the sport thing, but obviously they're calling it GT Sport. It does look like it's kind of taking a back seat to the more traditional Gran Turismo, and that might be why it's not a numbered title. Because, yeah, know, this is not Gran Turismo 7. This is Gran Turismo Sport. Yeah. Uh, and I think that they're making this game. And maybe it's to maybe it's to evolve the franchise or maybe it's to kind of get to the point where we have Gran Turismo Sport for the people who like the little bit more inclusive.
1: So, do you think it's going to be a little more semi or a little less semi?
0: I don't know. Or or is it going to have like not necessarily a slider, but can you can they can you adjust the way you want cars to handle to
1: make them feel arcadey? I would play it if that something like that was in it,
0: and I don't know because it's so weird and it's so against what Gran Turismo normally is. But you know what? Forza started life as a more or less sim style racer, yeah. and then we get to Horizon, get which is good, completely arcade. So I mean, maybe if this is just Gran Turismo trying to do their hand at let's do a let's do a game that is an in betweener. Yeah, exactly. I think, and if they pulled that off, and they kind of let you adjust the handling, or maybe if it. I don't know though, because I don't see how you design a, a tight racing sim and then also with enough variables to it to where you can also loosen it up and, yeah. and make it feel arcadey. Um, and I, I'm not sure. I think that it, it's weird. I mean, my wishes for it are to retain some of the GT, uh, you know, DNA. I want it. To, I like the license aspect. If that's going to be gone, it's going to be something that's kind of uh, a bummer for me just because i think that it's an interesting way to move your way through the game and it gives you a different sense of uh, of progression than a normal racing game does Cause, you know games like need for speed and very arcadey games it's not fulfilling they're not they're fulfilling in, in, in the clutch game gameplay moment
1: well yeah when you're when you're actually in the moment both when you look back you're like well there and, it was shallow but it was a fun shallow and yeah
0: sense. and i mean i don't know because i like them for very different reasons it's like Rubber banding is really bad in those games but that's to give you a sense of because of the way those games are it's to give you a sense of challenge whereas the semi aspects i mean it's a real challenge it's, right, it's different yeah, it's, it's, it's just a different it's a, setup. It's a learning curve um, that
1: you can kind of devote your time to do
0: my my wish is that again my wish is that it's not 100 percent moving away from sim
1: right I understand because it is um, it is a franchise no because actually
0: that. me and this guy were talking you know we talked about he asked if uh, you know if, if anybody's into Gran Turismo, and he was actually talking to the uh, Square XO people, uh, and they kind of directed them to us, so thank you for that, guys. We love y'all. Uh um, sure do.
1: Good old Mr. Wait. Dan. No, I know Dan. You about Rebecca? I said Mr. Silly. Mr. I was saying Mr. Ryan. Oh, yeah, Mr. Ryan. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. What are I them? know all them over there. I thought you were talking about the Square Rebecca, people. Rebecca, Nicole, yeah. Ben. Who? Ben. Big Ben, the clock in, in the UK. Okay, anyway. You didn't get my joke. I, I, I didn't get your joke. All
0: right. So anyway, I don't know. That's kind of where I'm at. Uh, we were talking about Drive Club is what we were, is what me and Ryan were talking about. And, uh, and how, and actually that's another game that goes on this list we're about to bring up. Uh,
1: it, it's a game. Drive Club? Yeah. Drive Club is somewhere. I never, I never saw anybody say anything negative about that game. Well, all right. <laughs>
0: uh, me and him were talking about that aspect of it too. But, you know, uh, Drive Club is a very odd game because it's not 100% arcadey. But it's not
1: 100%. It's not. That's not a word. I'm just saying it's in this this very, very
0: weird middle spot. But the game is satisfying, even as a sim. I I like it for both reasons. I can play it and enjoy it as an arcade racer, but I can also play it and enjoy it as a somewhat stand in for a sim. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, And it does a lot of the things that Gran Turismo has always done well. And, you know, Gran Turismo has always been about innovation and how much, like, even Gran Turismo. It was called Gran Turismo 5 Prologue on the PS3. You could, you bought it. It came out way before Gran Turismo 5. And it was like, okay, here, we're going to show you what we've done with weather improvements and lighting improvements. And like, okay, hey, we want this to be even more realistic. When you come out of a tunnel, you're going to get a a light bloom. And that light bloom is going to hit you and it's going to affect the way that you need to make your decisions. Because, you know, you're not going to be able to see for a second yeah just which i like it adds a nice realism to it yeah so i mean my expectations for sport are simple i want the series to come back to the to the form that people know it for i want it to come back on top five and six were no sales uh, were no sales slouch if i'm not mistaken five sold better than six could be wrong um but i feel like it was because six was right in the
1: generational transition right and i don't think anything really and a lot of people well. thought six
0: and a lot of people thought six was going to be ported because there was there was talk about it and from Polyphony to be ported to the ps4 and it never did but like i much prefer and- them going to an all new grounds up thing uh we just need to really see more on the game to see how much it's trying to open itself up in this sport moniker um I guess my real, what my real wish and expectation is is that even though we're seeing Gran Turismo Sport, we still see a Gran Turismo 7. That's my hope. Okay. Now, I know that you're not big on Gran Turismo, so, I mean, and he, and he and doesn't it, have much to add to the conversation. Yeah, Ryan, and but, it I could mean,
1: be that uh, I just I'd never played him.
0: I'll tell you what. Before you go out and just buying and diving into sport, whenever I pick up sport, just come play it.
1: Okay. Let's, that. See,
0: let's see what it does. I mean, we can, we can stream it day of. Who cares? We can do whatever we want to. We can do impressions. We can see if we can make you a believer. Maybe. I mean, I'm not a
1: disbeliever currently. Yeah, I just didn't I know. We like yeah, PS2.
0: It doesn't scratch rich. I got you.
1: Yeah. I like Drive Club, though.
0: It makes me wonder which one you played on, on PS2.
1: They were both great. Yeah, the cover was the front tire. A-spec. Okay. It was like a red car with the. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's I, I wanted A-spec. to say red was in there. I just couldn't yeah. tell for sure. By yeah. the way, Mr. Dan and then Mrs. Nicole and Rebecca don't hate me for making fun of Big Ben. Y'all can make fun of us <laughs> for living in Arkansas. I still can't believe you didn't get the the Ben joke. Sorry, I, I thought you would have caught on to that like that. <laughs>
0: Apparently, I don't hate the UK as much as
1: you do. No, kidding, I love, I love kidding, the UK. Kidding. They brought us Gavin Free, Square XO. They have a lot of cool things over there. I wish I lived there. I'm talking with my hands all of a sudden.
0: Okay, well, Ron, I want to see you, what your expectations, wishes, and feelings are in the new sport focus. So, I mean. And maybe you can fill me in on what I've missed. After we get through recording the podcast, I'm actually going to go check it out and see if I've missed anything else. But, I mean, yeah, from the get-go, they've been showing some stuff that... Man, I'm still not over my sickness. I can tell. Um, They've been showing a bunch of stuff for the game lately. I mean, the game comes out pretty soon, so... We'll see. We'll we'll see what happens. I'm pretty sure it's November. Okay. My brain has been a weird dump of information lately. So, moving on to the main topic, since we've babbled on about this other stuff. Main
1: topic. What games... That we, we thought of were we, fair, unfairly hated. Games that we thought were good that received well. Yeah. I, I'm
0: not even gonna say that. I'm saying that games that were more or less. And there's some on here that are they're in this mixed realm in between. But there's games on here that obviously the sales
1: numbers show otherwise. Yeah, and it, and it kind of forms. It kind of. It almost harkens back to the unpopular opinion thing, where it is things we did like and people did kind of crap all over. Well, but, but some of them
0: are things that people crapped over for some reason, and then like the game comes out and they perform extremely well. That's what I'm saying. Or, See, it's because like the order didn't perform extremely,
1: well. or it's like the resurgence of all the people who, or I say all the people because it could not be the same. But all these games that were crapped on uh, once upon a time, now it's like those were so good they get it's revered like, in the mirror. Yeah, no, it's like
0: cult classic status because you know there's yeah. a lot of movies that do that. Like movies like people are like that movie is bad, and then for some reason they look back and like that kind of movie had some charm. The Room. Well, that, that was, that's because it's the worst oh, hi, movie Bart. in the world. Yeah. Did you see the trailer? I did. I can't wait. Oh, my it's God. Disaster So, a couple of games that we thought about, and like I say, The Order, we've talked about a, a lot, so I'm not going to rail on it. It's just, it's
1: a game that's caught
0: in the middle. It's a game that a lot
1: of people hate it on. I, okay, so my stance on that is that I think that it deserve. or I, no, I can see why people would hate it, but I... I, another, I can't see why
0: anybody would hate it. I can see why somebody
1: would just be unimpressed. With no, it. I can, I can see somebody who would, who, who, who wouldn't have enough, like maybe they didn't have a lot of money to spend and they bought it. And then they got, they beat it in one night or one, true, true. one weekend and they, they were really mad about it.
0: Well, let's talk about what made us think about this topic. So what made us think about this topic is right before we started, we were kind of discussing what we wanted to be the topic. And we actually land on the fact that uh, Hellblade, as I shared on Twitter earlier today is looks is, is great, good and gold. And it's getting prepared, uh, getting prepped to be released on stores on August 8th game looks amazing right. i'm so so excited to play it so what you can see what was saying is that there's the an article on polygon
1: on her it was polygon or kataki let me go double check that real quick
0: okay so what he was saying is that there was an article uh basically where he was saying there was a, there was some criticism being given that so far the game has only showed roughly 12 minutes of gameplay while i don't necessarily think that that's completely true i think it's been a little bit more than that let's just go ahead and roll with it and say yeah it's only showing 12 minutes of gameplay so and they say different gameplay you know like as they splice it together so with that being said, you know, my counter argument, as soon as he started telling me about it, was like, what do you mean? You know, it, it, he said that once people again, I was
1: telling him about it. I was. Yeah. Not yeah, agreeing. You
0: know, yeah. Yeah. But he was, you know, he was saying that people were talking about they don't know how long the game's going to be and uh, what's the game going to be like. And they use the order as a, a counter reference, which is what is the game going to be like in terms of amount of actual gameplay versus cinematic? It was one angry dot
1: net. I've never even heard of that. That I'm pretty sure it's a single dude. That sounds like a website
0: that is just one guy crapping out crappy opinions. I
1: mean, I wouldn't say that. You know what? Whatever. I would just say it's one guy that's reporting on things that not everybody would report on because he may not be agreeing with this article he's writing. He may just be getting the new info out there. Who
0: knows, man? Who knows? But let's just say, you know, Hellblade, they've shown 12 minutes of gameplay. Let's say that's it and that's an accurate number. What, What about that is a big deal? You know, they've already come out and said the game's 10 to 12 hours. The game is not a full length, you know. Are you looking at the website? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So they've already said that the game is not going to be a full price game. I think it's thirty dollars. If I'm not mistaken, it's twenty nine ninety nine. If not thirty nine ninety nine, which
1: is a great, which is fine.
0: I mean, that's for for the amount of game you get for for how fantastic it looks. Yeah, uh, from such a small team. I am. Do, if you ever have a time and you're interested in this game at all, uh, not you, Saul. This is for the viewers. Yeah, I already looked at Most of well, some they've diaries. been doing developer diaries since this game uh, has been announced, uh, and the developer diaries have been just incredible. I mean, talking about because you know it's a really small team, and they're calling this um, what was it? Triple uh, A indie. So they're what they're looking at is ways to cut costs but still give you the same quality you expect in a A release while doing it with a small team they, they did all these things to go around the way that you know uh, ha, how to do a, an effective option of motion capture right? So to make sure the game looks good and, and looks on par they, they, but they did all this stuff and they talk about all the things that they wanted to do to make the game it's just really interesting uh, but you know I'm not going to say that just because I'm interested in the way the game was made the game's going to be good I don't think it feel, I, I feel like you can just look at five minutes of, of promotional stuff and be like this game looks
1: amazing See, and now that's the thing that I think a lot of people are getting up, up in arms about is that they say it looks amazing, but how does it play?
0: Well, no, but I mean, like, if you watch, not, if you watch the way it plays, it looks like weighty, Well, that's what I'm saying. And weighty, weighty, gritty they're not seeing combat. the full story.
1: I think a lot of people are kind of burned by the Order, and they, they didn't see a lot of gameplay with the Order, and this is promising the same kind of graphical fidelity, and it's kind of promising the same kind of cinematic experience that people are weary about it. because I just feel like it's so
0: weird. I've already mentioned it once. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, you're good. Um, but I feel like I've already mentioned it. It doesn't take five seconds of looking at Ninja Theory's background uh, of game releases to know that they are very are they're, they're very uh, their games are play oriented. That's right. the way that their games have always steered. And, you know,
1: speaking of Ninja Theory, there is it was your mouse that died. Yeah, that was that noise. Okay, but um, so speaking of Ninja Theory, another game on the list that I actually really really loved is DMC, and I don't mean devil may cry one two three or four I which mean, just so one. happens
0: to be another ninja theory game yeah.
1: right and i loved uh i i, I think i mentioned it in more w- episode one or two that i bought the game at gamestop went home and beat it in one sitting i literally started playing it around five or six and i beat it at like three or four a.m
0: and, and i do that with the order and for some reason it's a terrible game anyway
1: well yeah i just i just wanted this, to throw is, a, that this out is a 40 dollars remaster that i bet people who did buy that on last year or whatever I don't know. Because this was PS4. You know, The
0: issues with that game all came down to it being a, re- a reboot and people not liking that they that they, they it wasn't. Dante. Basically, what it came down to is that it was a reboot, and they were like, we're mad it's not the same game as it was. And look,
1: all right, I'm going to tell you guys right here and there, you cannot criticize. You can do it all you want to. You're just not going to look like a sharp pin. You can't criticize a series for having these goofy, goofy characters, and then when a new goofy character comes out, criticize it for goofy characters. No. <laughs> the Devil May Cry has always had goofy characters, goofy cutscenes, goofy everything. And the What's story. What's funny to
0: me is that people were like, people were calling the new Dante Edge Lord stuff. I was like, do you not remember what Dante was in Devil May Cry two don't and three?
1: Three. I was gonna say yeah. Well, no, not well, two necessarily. two is well. Actually, people, no, dude,
0: two. Two look like he had been. He'd listened to a couple of AFI albums in a row. No, dude. too, a lot.
1: A lot of people diss on two because he doesn't do the same in jokes and stuff. Because he's older. Well, yeah, I, know, in I know the, the jokes. I'm about the way he looks?
0: His character design. I just think he
1: looks older. I don't think. But I, don't I, I You know. I. You know. You have Nero. You have. Uh, I think Virgil's another Edge Lord because you know that's me and Dante's twin brother and all. Yeah. But then you still have Dante. There's that Joker character. I can't think of his name.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I know you don't. Uh, I, I can't remember his name either. But still, but yeah. I mean, people are basically it comes down to and. and you know what's funny? The through line on all this stuff comes down to preconceived notions. Why did No Man's Sky get crapped on? Because somebody built it up in their head, which to be, okay, I'm not going to use that example. It's Arkham, actually a bad example. Arkham, why, the joke why, why did the order Why did the order get crapped on? The order got crapped on because people built up these weird expectations of the game in its head, all right? And then when the game came out and didn't meet the expectation or the, or the way that the game was shaped up in their head, it was a bad thing. DMC, what happened? They they heard reboot in their mind. They were like, guess what? We're they're we, going to completely redo the game from the ground up. We're going to see a new blah blah blah. And instead, no, they took creative liberties with the game and made something that they thought was original so i mean where does that come out how is that a bad thing that somebody took time because honestly i played the game and as we've talked about i didn't finish dmc back on ps3 uh i, I probably got three quarters of the way through and just got bored but it wasn't because of was a bad game it wasn't what i was looking for at the time i never once thought that game was impeccably well made you know that had that fun, happened... fun fun combat great cut scenes the art style was fantastic i mean there was nothing wrong with the game
1: yeah and that happened with me on May cry four i i Played through more than half of Devil May Cry 4 on the Xbox 360. And then I was just like, you know what? I'm back going back to Halo. And Devil May Cry 4 is actually in my top three defa- favorite Devil May Cry games. And see, you come I back to it in some way it hits you yeah, just right. Just and I think it.
0: that if I ever played the definitive edition of DMC, I'd probably beat it and like it. Uh, but it's you know uh, just a couple of, of other games to kind of name off uh let's go ahead and go through those we talked about yeah. drive club drive club is a game that got crapped on a
1: lot i never saw uh, that
0: partially i mean no wrong early reasons of getting crapped on is because the game took a long time to make and it was supposed to be a launch game but it kept getting delayed so while evolution was closed r.i.p Evolution. i think y'all were a fantastic studio i missed motorstorm i really wanted the new one but yeah drive club's a good swan song um i the, liked it the game kept getting i didn't play it long oh yeah drive club the game got pushed back a lot and pushed back a lot. And then originally they were like, it's going to be a PS plus game. And then that changed the way you got a PS plus version, but it wasn't necessarily the full release, but it was somewhere in between. I had, yeah. Um, But the game was fun. It just, it It was was just fun. It was beautiful. Well-made. It had really interesting controls. The way that it controlled felt unique, but good. Uh, and I just think that there was nothing wrong with the game. It was just, uh, it was probably a victim of expectations at the same time. Um, and then you have games, uh, you know, Infinite Warfare is a standout for me. Uh, at one point in time when the
1: Infinite Warfare trailer launched, it was the most disliked uh, video on YouTube at the time. And there was a sequence in that game I didn't even know you could do. And you told me about it. I'm not going to spoil anything because I think you should go play the campaign in that game. What do you mean? I'll talk to you after, after the show. Okay, yeah, because I'm... Cause uh, there I'm, was, I'm, was something that I thought was done with, and then you're like, no, you could have done that and really done it. Oh. You know what I'm talking about now? No, but... okay. I, I'll tell you after the show. Though.
0: I feel like I remember having this conversation, but I'm not remembering exactly what was it's, about.
1: It's something you could do with a certain character that I thought was, oh, okay, well, that was sad. That's sad that that happened so at this point in the game. And you're like, no, like, did you do this instead? And I'm like, oh, I didn't know you could do that. Oh. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. It had a good so, story. Anyway, it was I, fun. the game was really interesting. For a single, like, look, for a single-player first-person shooter story, I think it's good. I think it's gr- I think it's worth playing through. Is it worth the $45 price point? now? Nah, no. For the single player campaign? No, not just for the single player campaign, dude. I'll
0: go out on a limb and tell you that I, you know how much I spent on that game. I spent eighty dollars on it, and I haven't even played. Uh, I haven't even played the Modern Warfare Remaster. And I, you still got it? Yeah, I still have I'm, I'm gonna take
1: it so I can go play the Modern Warfare. Remaster. Dude,
0: I'm telling you, one hundred percent right now. It's not on a disc. Get to download it, downloaded, so you wouldn't be able to do that. Extra no, I just need your disc. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Anyway, uh what I was thinking about Infinite Warfare is, dude, I spent eighty dollars on that game and barely touched the multiplayer, just trying to get the trophy because I was going to platinum it. But then I realized I couldn't do it with the zombies anyway, because I just didn't feel like doing oh, the zombies. Yeah. Dude, I I got my eighty dollars worth out of just the storyline, and that's the story is lot. good. The it's story just, is fantastic. It's it, on par with Uncharted, which you also spent sixty dollars for. So I feel like, for a price perspective, it's it was it's good. Uncharted. <laughs> I really like it was game. actually written by one of the writers for uncharted so well from naughty dog right
1: oh well, yeah did they say uncharted though? yeah it was an uncharted oh, okay writer. i didn't know if they, they said no, i mean i'm just gonna, was gonna say dude i mean you're taking a, you're taking a story also um, the characters are cool finally you know, they you, added real life people into a call of Duty game i liked the, my, kit harrington my favorite part of the, the entire MFC game fighter. was ethan i'm not even crapping oh, dude. Wait, what's his name what's his last name no e- a, ethan's the robot He's your
0: robot companion, dude. That's right. I'm he was of, amazing.
1: What was the main character's name? He had a weird name. Uh, Yeah, hold on. Like a really weird name.
0: It, yeah, I can't think of it off the top of my head. Uh, it starts with an R. I'm 99%. I thought it started with
1: a C. Or maybe his last name starts with a C.
0: Well, they always call him by Captain, so I call him by his last name because I don't think you ever... Uh, you hear his first name. It's something with an R. Let me see what it was.
1: Um, but anyways, another game on the list that I like it is, and a lot of people hate. I mean, a lot of people. It's race Reese Rice. race yeah, yeah. I just I remember Reese. that. Somebody like that um, yeah, Reyes. But uh, R E Y E S. Right. Speaking of Reese, do you ever remember the whole Dark Knight theory about like the Riddler being in the Dark Knight? No. Okay. It's some stupid. Is you remember the you remember the guy who knew Batman's Reyes. identity? R E Y E S. That's right. In the Dark Knight, do you remember the bat the dude who knew Batman's identity? He was threatened to tell everybody. Well, he was always referred to his, his last name was Reese. And he was always referred to as Mr. So his name Mysteries. was Mr. Reese, which oh, is lower. they thought was uh something that never happened. But um, off tangent. Let's uh, continue. Final Fantasy thirteen. Uh, I loved and people are like, It's too linear. Right. It is linear, but it's good. It's I, I don't always well, hold hard. on.
0: Here's the thing, prior to that point, what what Final Fantasy game was it linear?
1: first No, of all? no, this is really linear. Oh no, I know like I almost like, cordial. Yeah. Yes, I know. But there are plenty, like Final Fantasy VII. You can go do what you want in that game. You don't have to go do everything. You know, you got you could go explore uh, the whole little city of Midgar if you wanted to. Well, you You can't go to the church. You can't explore the whole city. Well, that's one of the things I'm actually excited
0: to do in Final Fantasy VII remake because that's what they were promising.
1: You can go uh, in Final Fantasy XIII. It it does open up sixty hours in. People say that it's more like thirty hours. What a, like, what a number though! I beat that game. I have the collector's edition strategy God, and I beat that game. And I swear, in like fifty hours at most, and it, so it had to have opened up like thirty five hours in. Um, but it's still good. You know, I don't like lightning that much. I liked the storyline was good. I liked all the supporting characters. So I guess um, the,
0: the real argument here comes down to how many of these games have people harkened back to now that the time has passed since they've released them. But like, oh, you know, Fantasy Thirteen I think it was, was pretty one good you know, the second it came on a Steam, it that's, was that's one of That's another one. part of this conversation. I was talking about. I've seen so many people lately talking about how DMC was actually a great game.
1: People were like, you know what? I've been saying that since I played it on PS4. I'm a hipster.
0: Like, I've seen a weird outcry for it lately where people were like, you know, D- Dante, Dante was great in, in DMC. He was a good Dante. I wish I would have seen another one. Some people are like, man, the gameplay in DMC was amazing. Wish I would have seen another See, one.
1: See, my, my whole opinion is that old Dante is better than new Dante, but it's still not a bad character and it's still good gameplay. Actually, play. I want to say just, they're just different. Actually, I like both of them. They had their own level of
0: snarkiness that were different from each other's, but they fit the character that they made.
1: And, and the both and there's so many parallels in between them. Like both of the games, DMC 3 and DMC, started off with a pizza scene. Yeah, and I'm not going to really spoil where the pizza is in DMC. Dude, I'm going to say the opening for DMC is fantastic. It is. It really is. Uh, the opening for I including I think every DMC including game the is. wig joke that everybody hated. I thought that was pretty funny, and actually, oh, yes. as a matter of fact, in the definitive edition, you could unlock the costume or whatever. I I wore that costume, <laughs> the wig, costume. yeah, the wig costume. I do. I think like does I was, it look like you have a mop on? I your always, head? I always, it's kind of like that. I always loved um, DMC though. I like I bought the mangas, I bought the books. I always loved that universe. And no, it's kind of cool, lore. and Dante and his mom and everything but uh i think that was really it like it's just it kind of goes back to like what games have you guys played that got a lot of hate that was undeserved and yeah and, like i'm not gonna Hark say then came back uh, like a year later like oh yeah that game was the And there's or... a
0: lot of games that end up happening that way are games that you for some reason you sleep on and you come back to uh, but there are just there's a lot of examples of games that just get hate on and then for some reason they're remembered more fondly yeah. you know, you see it in movies and you see it in music you see it all sorts of stuff uh but i think it is very particular that there, there are games that get hate on i now undeserving Hell, hate hellblade is on this list as a premeditative one because it already is
1: getting hate for yeah, it's getting, of gameplay, it's getting hate but b- we don't know what it but has you yet.
0: know i'm going to say that i don't think hellblade will be on this list i'm hopeful that i think I hellblade really will come out I, and will I, be I think it's probably going to blow people away for the price versus quality aspect of that game it looks like it's going to play amazingly it's going to have great cutscenes. scenes it's going to have an interesting story it's going to be unique in a number of ways right uh, and i think that that's going to really ring home with people And I wonder if we start seeing other developers start doing this triple A indie, not having to worry about anybody. They just go, hey, we're going to cut our publishers off and make a game. I don't want everybody to do that because, you know, realistically, publishers are the reason a lot of our favorite games have ever been made because they fund them. Right, yeah. But I do like the idea of, because you got to think, there's no creative control over them at all. Over whoever, Ninja Theory? Yeah. yeah. This is them. They funded the game. They're releasing the game. There's no one person that could tell them that they couldn't do something in this game.
1: Right. So we'll we'll see. Hopefully it isn't outweighed by what people are saying. That
0: they well, you showed. know, talking about DMC, I am just glad that we're seeing them. After a, after a game that they got a lot of flack for, I'm glad to see them go, you know what? Let's make our own new game again. Let's go into our
1: world. Let's do yeah. what we want to do. I do I Let's do. not
0: worry about other people because I think Hellblade's going to fare better because of no pre-existing expectations from a franchise.
1: I knew. I know this is more on Capcom's side, but I do want a DMC5 real soon.
0: Do you think, this is a small aside, little topic, do you think it's a smart move you do a series, reboot the series, and then act and then like the reboot never existed and just pick back up?
1: You know what would be cool? DMC-5 came out, then DMC-C2 came out, and then they were in the same universe.
0: How does that even happen? Parallel universe. Yeah, I was like, that's always the <laughs> easiest well, they, they wouldn't be in the same universe. They'd be well, parallel universes. they meet each other so But they have crossovers? Yeah,
1: that'd be sick. I don't Marvel, know. Marvel, get writing. Stop I in with this know. goofy-ass Chun-Li and get writing. I don't know. Stop with this goofy-ass Dante. Everything. Just shut that game down.
0: I'm not going to say that. I hope that game's good. I love it. But anyway, yeah, let us know of any games that you think, uh, that you loved and that you've seen, and and actually even games that you see people kind of remember fondly now that at one point in time we're getting a lot of flack and hate. Um, I'd be interested to see. I'm sure our list is not even scratching the surface of these games. Right, and these
1: are games we just came out with the top of our head. Very quickly. To be
0: fair, we did not have a topic prepped
1: before today. When we say we really didn't get to talk to each other, we really didn't. Yeah, we've been busy. Sorry, guys.
0: But hey, you know what? This is a good episode. I don't care. It was
1: ranting, ranting, and all. It, I think it's a little short. Maybe like ten minutes shorter than normal, but uh, it doesn't matter. I gotta get ready we for are a family we are,
0: we are slave to no time.
1: I get, I get to go to Chick Fil A tonight. Yeah, and you get to go sit at the lock. What the lake? Oh, you want to say
0: Chick Fil A? Anyway, Chick-fil-a. we've been stupid and taking up enough of, enough of y'all's time. This has been episode 18 of Triangle Squared. Game Thank was you gone for listening. Wild.